0: Well, a very good morning to everybody out there. Welcome to another edition of You Guess It, The Breakfast Show. Alongside your boy DJ Val, how we all doing this morning? First of all, got to give props going out there to uh, my bishop, Bishop John Anthony Francis. And of course, my co-pastor, co-pastor Penny Francis. They are the visionaries and founders of my home church, Rack City Church. And uh, you are welcome to this breakfast show. I have got a... We've got an absolutely amazing uh, breakfast show for you this morning. So you know how we do it on a breakfast show, right? We start off with thirty minutes of relaxing and inspiring—maybe even a little bit longer this morning. As you know, no, thirty minutes of uh, inspiring and uh, uplifting uh, worship music. Then we have our Bible reading. Then we're back to a little bit more worship. Then we've got poetically speaking. Then I think we're back to a little bit more worship. Then I think somewhere this week, I can guarantee we have Mr. Alistair V. So I think, uh, as I always like to do on this show, I'm going to move away from my microphone so you can move closer to your device and let's worship our God together.
1: Hey, this is Cheval Franklin from Kingston, Jamaica, and it's time for worship with DJ Val on the Soul Food Gospel Show.
2: deliver me when the storms of life are raging he will calm the stormy seas and bring comfort to my soul the sun shall not harm Jehovah is God So I will Never to leave.
3: Hey, family, what's up? What's up? This is your friend and brother, Stevie Glory, aka TVG, all the way from Lusaka, Zambia. Whenever I'm in the UK, I like to listen to my man, DJ Vow, the Soul Food Gospel
4: Show. Don't change the channel. It's God bless. I don't want position. If it comes to take your place I don't want the fame and fortunes If I'll never see your face I don't want the signs and wonders If it puts you to the side And I won't go to nations If I'm not a faithful bride I'm laying down my visions All my hopes and my ambitions To say that I need you Jesus only.
2: I'm
4: laying down my visions, all my hopes and my ambitions to say that I need You.
2: Oh, Jesus only.
4: I don't want to follow us If I don't follow you I don't want to spouse and family When I can't submit to truth I don't want to go another day When my revelation of you stays the same Or give my time to seek your face To something else instead of your embrace Oh, I'm laying down my visions All my hopes and my ambitions to say that I need you. Oh
2: Jesus only you. I'm laying down my visions, all oh, my hopes and minds. Is only you.
4: Put away all my performance and letting go of yesterday. I'm laying down all my traditions. I don't care what people say. Turn away from all the routines and step into the mystery you're my hope of glory you have to be my everything. Put away all my performance letting go of yesterday. I'm laying down all my traditions I don't care what people say. Turn away from all the routines. Step into the mystery. Cause Jesus you're my hope of glory you have to be my
2: have to be my everything, have to be my everything, oh Jesus, oh
1: my name's alicia warren and i just love listening to dj Val on the soul food show right Soul Food Show.
2: the Smooth Groove Gospel Soul Food Station with your host DJ Val.
5: of many voices Singing this victory song Surrounding me like a symphony I'm gonna stay right here And worship The lion and the lamb The captain of my soul Ransom me. Worship the lion and the lamb, the captain of my soul, who ransomed me. Behold the lamb, behold the lamb. I'm going to stay right here And worship the lion and the lamb The captain of my soul Who ransomed me I'm going to worship The lion and the lamb The captain of my soul Ransom me at the cross.
6: Thing. He it gave it out. all. On the cross. On the cross. Yes, on the cross. on the cross. You know, He rescued me. Cross, he rescued mm. me. And if He gave me all my sins sin. on the cross, Jesus showed on the cross, He, cared. Jesus showed he cared. On the cross, He hung for me.
7: Cross,
6: and He, he gained the victory. Me. The cross, my Jesus, he gave his life, his life for me. it in.
0: we're gonna finish off this uh, first part of our worship with mr sami akin beautiful track called at the cross i played behold the lamb i played a uh, patricia knight scott lukemi funke dwayne morgan and of course, kicked off the show with uh, a track i've earmarked for greatness personally Goodbye. i will trust that is alicia warren produced and written by ijante it is time for our bible reading we've got 15 minutes of bible reading then we go straight back to uh straight back to the worship we are reading from the book of ruth ruth three to ruth four and i believe we will start the uh, first book of first samuel be blessed as we, we uh reflect on god's marvelous and miraculous word on this morning
1: For you where you will be well provided for. Now Boaz, with whose women you have worked, is a relative of ours. Tonight he will be winnowing barley on the threshing floor. Wash and perfume yourself and put on your best clothes. Then go down to the threshing floor, but don't let him know you're there until he has finished eating and drinking. When he lies down, note the place where he is lying Then go and uncover his feet and lie down. He will tell you what to do. I will do whatever you say.
8: Ruth answered. So she went down to the threshing floor and did everything her mother-in-law told her to do. When Boaz had finished eating and drinking and was in good spirits, he went over to lie down at the far end of the grain pile. Ruth approached quietly, uncovered his feet, and lay down. In the middle of the night, something startled the man. He turned, and there was a woman lying at his feet. Who who, who are you? He asked. I am your servant, Ruth. She said.
2: Spread the corner of your garment over me, since you are a family guardian.
8: The
9: Lord bless you, my daughter. He replied. This kindness is greater than that which you showed earlier. You have not run after the younger men, whether rich or poor. And now, my daughter... Don't be afraid. I will do for you all you ask. All the people of my town know that you are a woman of noble character. Although it is true that I am a family guardian, there is another who is more closely related than I. Stay here for the night. And in the morning, if he wants to do his duty as your family guardian, good, let him redeem you. But if he is not willing, as surely as the Lord lives,
8: I will do it.
9: Lie here until morning.
8: So she lay at his feet until morning, but got up before anyone could be recognized. And he said, No one must know that a woman
9: came to the threshing floor. He also said, Bring me the shawl you are wearing
8: and hold it out. When she did so, he poured into it six measures of barley and put it on her. Then he went back to town. When Ruth came to her mother-in-law, Naomi asked,
1: How did it go, my daughter?
8: Then she told her everything Boaz had done for her and added,
1: He gave me these six measures of barley, saying, Don't go back to your mother in law empty handed.
8: Then Naomi said,
1: Wait, my daughter, until you find out what happens, for the man will not Boaz rest. Boaz went up until to the, the town gate
8: and sat down there just as the family guardian he had mentioned came along. Boaz said, Come over here, my friend, and sit down. So he went over and sat down. Boaz took 10 of the elders of the town and said, Sit here. And they did so. Then he said to the family guardian, Naomi, who has come back from Moab, is
9: selling the piece of land that belonged to our relative Elimelech. I thought I should bring the matter to your attention and suggest that you buy it in the presence of these seated here and in the presence of the elders of my people. If you will redeem it, do so. But if you will not, tell me, so I will know. For no one has the right to do it except you, and I am next in line. I will redeem it,
8: he said. Then Boaz said,
9: On the day you buy the land from Naomi, you also acquire... Ruth, the Moabite, the dead man's widow, in order to maintain the name of the dead with his property. At this, the family guardian said,
10: Then I cannot redeem it, because I might endanger my own estate. You redeem it yourself. I cannot do it.
8: Now in earlier times in Israel, for the redemption and transfer of property to become final, one party took off his sandal and gave it to the other. This was the method of legalizing transactions in Israel. So the family guardian said to Boaz, Buy it yourself. And he removed his sandal. Then Boaz announced to the elders and all the people,
9: Today you are witnesses that I have bought from Naomi all the property of Elimelech, Killian, and Malon. I have also acquired Ruth the Moabite, Malon's widow as my wife in order to maintain the name of the dead with his property so that his name will not disappear from among his family or from his hometown. Today, you are witnesses.
8: Then the elders and all the people at the gate said,
6: We are witnesses. May the Lord make the woman who is coming into your home like Rachel and Leah, who together built up the house of Israel, May you have standing in Ephrathah, and be famous in Bethlehem. Through the offspring the Lord gives you by this young woman, may your family be like that of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah.
8: So Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife. When he made love to her, the Lord enabled her to conceive, and she gave birth to a son. The women said to Naomi,
1: Praise be to the Lord, who this day has not left you without a family guardian. May he become famous throughout Israel. He will renew your life and sustain you in your old age. For your daughter-in-law, who loves you and who is better to you than seven sons, has given him birth.
8: Then Naomi took the child in her arms and cared for him. The women living there said,
2: <laughs> Naomi has a son.
8: And they named him Obed. He was the father of Jesse, the father of David. This then is the family line of Pyrrhus. Pyrrhus was the father of Hezron. Hezron, the father of Ram. Ram, the father of Amminadab Amminadab the father of Nation. Nation, the father of Salmon. Salmon, the father of Boaz, Boaz, the father of Obed, Obed, the father of Jesse, and Jesse, the father of David. The Book of First Samuel. There was a certain man from Ramaphagim a Zuphite from the hill country of Ephraim, whose name was Elkanah, son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuff, an Ephraimite. He had two wives. One was called Hannah, and the other Peninnah. Peninnah had children, but Hannah had none. Year after year, this man went up from his town to worship and sacrifice to the Lord Almighty at Shiloh, where Hophni and Phinehas, the two sons of Eli, were priests of the Lord. Whenever the day came for Elkanah to sacrifice, he would give portions of the meat to his wife Peninnah and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah he gave a double portion because he loved her, and the Lord had closed her womb. Because the Lord had closed Hannah's womb, her rival kept provoking her in order to irritate her. This went on year after year. Whenever Hannah went up to the house of the Lord, her rival provoked her till she wept and would not eat. Her husband, Elkanah, would say to her, Hannah, why are you weeping? Why don't you eat? Why are you downhearted? Don't I mean more to you than ten sons? Once when they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh, Hannah stood up. Now Eli the priest was sitting on his chair by the doorpost of the Lord's house. In her deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly, and she made a vow saying,
1: Lord Almighty, if you will only look on your servant's misery and remember me, and not forget your servant, but give her a son. Then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life, and no razor will ever be used on his head.
8: As she kept on praying to the Lord, Eli observed her mouth. Hannah was praying in her heart, and her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. Eli thought she was drunk and said to her, How long are you going to stay drunk? Put away your wine.
1: Not so, my lord,
8: Hannah replied.
1: I'm a woman who is deeply troubled. I've not been drinking wine or beer. I was pouring out my soul to the Lord. Do not take your servant for a wicked woman. I have been praying here out of my great anguish and grief.
8: Eli answered, Go in peace, and may the God of Israel grant you what you have asked of him, she said.
1: May your servant find favor in your eyes.
8: Then she went her way and ate something, and her face was no longer downcast. Early the next morning, they arose and worshipped before the Lord, and then went back to their home at Ramah. Elkanah made love to his wife Hannah, and the Lord remembered her. So, in the course of time, Hannah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel, saying,
1: Because I asked the Lord for him.
8: When Elkanah went up with all his family to offer the annual sacrifice to the Lord and to fulfill his vow, Hannah did not go. She said to her husband,
1: After the boy is weaned, I will take him and present him before the Lord, and he will live there always.
8: Do what seems best to you. Her husband Elkanah told her, Stay
10: here until you have weaned him. Only may the Lord make good his word.
8: So the woman stayed at home and nursed her son until she had weaned him. After he was weaned, she took the boy with her, young as he was, along with a three-year-old bull, an ephah flour, and a skin of wine, and brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh. When the bull had been sacrificed, they brought the boy to Eli. And she said to him,
1: Pardon me, my lord. As surely as you live, I am the woman who stood here beside you praying to the Lord. I prayed for this child, and the Lord has granted me what I asked of him. So now I give him to the Lord. For his whole life he will be given over to the Lord.
8: And he worshiped the Lord. Inspired by... The Bible Experience.
0: We're going to get right back to the worship got this beautiful track by michelle john just want to say uh it was lovely to see them in the uh, front room sessions I had a lovely uh benefit for a uh, saint vincent yesterday uh live on a uh, youtube has going out there to uh pass the mic as well wonderful service or a wonderful uh concert actually but let's get back to the worship
1: songwriter Busola and you're listening to DJ Val on Soul Food Gospel. Hey everyone, it's Keandra Lockett here and you are listening to the Soul Food Gospel Show with DJ Val.
2: do. Father, when I'm clueless, I'll cling on to you. I certainly don't have it all figured out. Life in all its uncertainty. Like it's mine.
6: Welcome to Poetically Speaking, bringing you thought-provoking and inspirational poetry with your host, Jessica
11: Mead. Welcome, welcome. It's Jessica of Poetically Speaking, bringing you poetry and spoken word. We're going to mix and match, and you've seen that we're changing the format from week to week. Sometimes I'll have a co-host and sometimes I'll be reviewing poetry. Now today, I have for you a poem called Jesus Is. And I just want to encourage you with this poem because a lot of us are facing bereavement. The pandemic has um, created untenable situations, sad situations in a lot of homes. And if you're out there and you're really feeling low, Um, because of the pandemic, because of lockdown, I just want to remind you who Jesus is. He is never going to leave you or forsake you. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. And I want to encourage you and say to you that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So when the devil comes and tries to mess with your mind and your imagination, you just remember who Jesus is. God bless you till the next time. It's Jessica, be encouraged and be inspired.
12: He that cometh from above is above all. Christ, the incomparable. Who is this Christ of whom I speak? No character stepping out on the platform of history can abide in the presence of the incomparable Christ, the heartthrob of history, the diadem of the universe, the fulfillment of prophecy, the savior of the world. Christ overshadows all. He is the vox humana of all music. He is the line of grace in all sculpture. He is the most exquisite blend of light and shades in all paintings. He is the pinnacle of achievement in every endeavor. To the artist, he is the altogether lovely. To the architect, he is the chief cornerstone. To the astronomer, he is the bright and morning star. To the baker, he is the living bread. To the biologist, he is the life. To the builder, he is the sure foundation. To the carpenter, he is the door. To the doctor, he is the great physician. To the educator, he is the great teacher. To the engineer, he is the new and living way. To the geologist, he is the rock of ages. To the author, he is the living word. To the farmer, the sower, and lord of the harvest. To the florist, he is the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley. To the horticulturist, he is a true vine. To the judge, he is the righteous judge of all men. To the journalist, he is the good tidings of great joy. To the philosopher, he is the wisdom of God. To the preacher, he is the word of God. To the statesman, he is the desire of all nations. To the toiler, he is the giver of rest. To the sinner, he is the lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. To the Christian, the son of the living God, the Savior, the Redeemer and Lord. To the disciple, he is the commander-in-chief who gives us our orders with unmistakable and unconditional He is Christ the incomparable
10: He is more than you could ever need He's more than the eye could see I don't deserve his love, but he's always been there for me. You see, Jesus met me when I was at my lowest. And if you don't know Jesus, know this. He is the greatest example of generosity this world of greed has ever seen. And when Jesus hit the scene, he changed the scenery and met diversity with serenity. If you're looking for peace, he offers plenty. Jesus was and Jesus will forever be king. And when the angels sing, they sing of the grace that was displayed for sinners like me. I can't explain him and I can't describe him. And if I could, he wouldn't be Jesus. Because you can't explain eternity and you can't comprehend the galaxies. But it was the loving hands of Jesus who spun them into existence and created man, knowing he would go to the cross to pay our sentence there was a certificate of judgment with a period after the sentence and we were sentenced to death long before he said it is finished he is a father to the orphan a shelter for the homeless a hiding place for the abused and an anchor for our storms he stormed the gates of hell and came out on top and the power of his gospel cannot be stopped even when the world tries they try a lot. He traded places with Barabbas and became the catalyst of missions across the world covering every portion of the atlas. If you're in need of rest, I know of a mattress. If you don't know Jesus, your future is tragic, but he gladly embraced tragedy so we could live in his presence of majesty. His presence is presence, and it's his presence that presents preciousness to a world of peasants. He is far from pretentious, but still loves those who are. He is the light to the world and hung the stars. He brings the dead to life and delivers life to the dead. He took a crown of thorns on his head so we could put crowns at his feet, and i I can't wait until I get to kiss his feet that were nailed to a cross for me and for you and for every person around the world. He loves the world and I love his word because the word became flesh and in his flesh he demonstrated the word to the world. He is an example to every boy and every girl. He is a lover of black people. He is a lover of white people. He is a lover of the unchurched and the assembly under the steeple. He doesn't see the believers failures but still takes time to celebrate their faithfulness. It's the power of the spirit that enables us and gives us boldness when the world labels us, and if you want to label me, please call me a Jesus freak. If that freaks you out, good, because it's better to be good with God than to fight being misunderstood by a world that could never understand. So let it be understood that I don't worship man, we worship Jesus. And although he doesn't need us, he still sees us and pleads with us to run to the cross where he bled for us. His heart bleeds for us, his heart grieves for us, but still graciously grants us a pardon for our treason in a season where the world tries to explain away the work of the Spirit with human reasoning. There's a reason they can't. Because the Spirit is like the wind and the wind cannot be seen. But loved is the one who believes without seeing the unseen. I'm telling you today that Jesus is something. He's something more. He's something great, and if you want to know him, you don't have to wait. He stands at the narrow path with a key to the gate, and you only have to reach out and embrace his grace. I don't care who's president. I have the king who is always present. I don't care who holds musical celebrity. The voice of the Lord will always be the sweetest melody. I don't care who owns the riches of the globe. My Jesus holds more wealth than one ruby on his robe. I don't care who is the strongest or the fastest. Nothing matches the creator of the universe and his immortal, infinite status. I don't care about religious leaders who died and stayed dead. I'll only worship the one who conquered death and wears a crown on his head. His name is Jesus, and I'm telling you, he's something. He was faithful yesterday, and he is faithful today. I can feel his presence whenever I pray, and when the time comes for me to fade away, I'll remember the day I heard him say, my name is Jesus.
11: Wow. That was Jesus's by Clayton Jennings. Absolutely amazing piece of spoken word. And I really pray that you enjoyed it and it encouraged you in the Lord. Now, just before I go, I'm excited to tell you about a workshop that I'm doing called Be Set Free. It's on the 12th of December from 5pm to 7pm GMT time and it's via Zoom so you can register from anywhere in the world. And you don't have to be a poet. But if you want to get in touch with the creative inside of you and you want to experience healing and reduce stress levels using poetry, then don't miss it. You can book your early bird ticket at www poetry-health.com. That's www.poetry-health.com. Limited spaces, so book now. Thank you so much for listening. This is Jessica. Stay blessed and remember, be a blessing.
0: just a quick fyi on that that was uh that uh, workshop is uh over and closed but please go over and check out uh, christianpoets.co.uk if you are poetically inspired or you have something that you'd like to send in please send it through to elder jessica you can send it through to me directly we continue with the worship and then mr alistair v will be joining us very very soon let's do some synach featuring miranda curtis we prevail
2: protect me. Your word is my my sheep.
5: sur à crédio ce show est fantastique est incroyable un show à ne pas manquer les amis allez à bientôt ciao
2: listening to the Smooth Groove Gospel Soul Food Station with your host DJ Val
1: Chevelle Franklin from Kingston, Jamaica, and it's time for worship with DJ Val on the Soul Food Gospel Show.
2: DJ Val. You're listening to the Smooth Groove Gospel Soul Food Station with your host, DJ Val. See?
11: breaking news that the body of Jesus who was crucified three days ago and laid in a tomb has now vanished. He had predicted before his death that he would resurrect and the news is spreading fast amongst his followers that he is very much alive, he is not dead. Here is a song celebrating his victory and his resurrection.
6: Talking the real, yes, you're going to have people turn their backs, but it's time for us to keep it real. Just keep talking that
0: real, bro. So I don't know if this is Alistair V's theme music, it could well be, but uh, this is his selection, which means that we do have, for the first time in a while, Mr. Alistair V. Mr. Alistair V, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, good morning, son. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Good, 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 good. Long time no see, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, I was thinking, you know, you should have your, like, your own theme music, you know, like, you know, you should have your own, like, you know, like, your intro music. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, you know, like, okay. you know, like and and then, you know, and, and then, you know, you need to have your own jingle as well. Yeah. This is Alistair V on Soul Food Breakfast. so. <laughs> I know somebody that can help you do it if you want, you know. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, listen, lovely to have you here. How have you been? Uh, I've been fine, thank you. You know, a lot of people have been asking, where have you been, you know? Oh.
13: There
0: are all kinds of rumours going on that maybe you've gone to Premier Radio or, you know, maybe LBC had snapped you up for their breakfast show or, you know, but... uh, now, I'm glad to say that the Soul Food Show could hold on to you. You know, Soul Food Gospel Radio, we've been able to hold on to you. At least, you know, we, we've secured your contract for at least another year, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what have you been up to in the past few weeks before we get into our topics? Um,
13: nothing much, really. Just, you know,
0: staying at home, like the majority of the people mm, yeah, in that's true.
13: the world today.
0: Yeah, but you had quite a bit of schoolwork and stuff that you had to get out of the way as well, because you've got um, yeah. exams and things that are uh, are taking place very, very shortly. So I know, you know, getting you on the show actually is a uh, is 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 it's a bit it's been a bit of a premium. But the reason why is because, you know, I've worked out that the only reason why people wake up at 7 a.m. in the morning and get ready is to listen to you. So, you know, what can we do? I don't know. There you go. Unless you can provide me with a substitute person. I've tried filling your shoes and I don't get a very good response. So uh, I think (laughs) we'll leave it to you. So um, how's mum?
13: She's fine.
0: Okay, brilliant, 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 brilliant. Okay, so I think, um, uh, I can't remember what we normally do, but, you know, over to you, I guess. I
13: think introduction, I guess.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah, do your, in- oh yeah, that is it, yeah, introduce yourself so, to, to, to the people out there that don't know who you are, there you go. Okay, uh,
13: my name is Alistair V, which is short for Alistair Valentine, which is also short for Alistair Valentine Sadiomi, which is also short for many other middle names.
0: That's right, Man, and one of those middle names is? Um, is it uh, Amua? Amua. Oh, let me not push it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> which is Amua, which is the same name as uh, Granddad, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm. We need to have a whole debate about the whole Granddad oh, thing, and him. You, you're his junior, and you're not my junior. So, um, yeah, we need to. Uh, we need to have a conversation with that. I saw on your little tribute that you did. I thought it was very cleverly done, and you know, the funny thing is, I didn't even realize myself um <laughs> that that was the uh <laughs> that was the link but um granddad even in his uh 90s very very sharp right and uh, he knew exactly what mm-hmm. he was doing so uh may your soul continue to rest in perfect peace and and uh you lost your grandma as well didn't you we have spoken about that a little bit before yeah, exactly. too so um we lost your grandma too and she's been laid to rest as well so it's been a bit of an upheaval um for you this year but the lord will remain to be your strength and um you know you are surrounded by your your family and your friends you got you got a lot of support so uh you are good to go um all right so what have we got on the agenda for today far away sir
13: um well i think usually uh with this topic it's an open discussion oh okay so um i guess this is more of a yeah an open discussion bit of uh information i guess it's an informative piece that's what you want to call it okay go for it yeah on monday Mm -hmm. the 12th of april um restrictions were eased um in you know i think yeah england and um there was a kind of a a lot of people starting to, you know, go back out and start shopping and doing, you know, things that we're now able to do with these new, um, rules. Yeah. And with that, um, has come a lot of, um, I guess, not like, not worry, but a lot of stress. Okay. For a lot of, uh, retail workers. Mm-hmm. Especially, um for um, people that work at um, Primark and a lot of like H&M and those types of, um, I guess, retail stores Mm -hmm. that have um, a lot of people going in there, you know, on a regular basis. But now you've got, you know, if anybody's seen the videos or the pictures, there are like lines of people wrapping around
0: streets no, or, no, I I haven't seen that. So what well, there's a lot of queuing. Yeah, a lot of queuing. Oh
13: dear. And it's um kind of for a lot of um retail workers it's become a bit of a nightmare. Even some of them calling it um chaos.
0: <laughs> th- those are strong words. Yeah.
13: But I think I think I think uh, I would describe it like that because I I don't, I don't I didn't really like when everything when those restrictions were relieved and you're able to go to um, restaurants but you can't eat um inside you have to do um either outside seating or um takeaway yeah and and then obviously um, retail and some non-essential shops are open Um, I always just thought of it like When I need it I can always go to I don't need to just You know Rush there on the day It opens Because that would cause A lot of stress for E.g. retail workers
7: Mm -hmm.
13: And um, Like one of them put it Chaos And one of them said That they just wanted to cry After it
0: What one of the One of the workers yeah Oh dear.
13: Cause i think I think from a lot of the videos and pictures really bad
0: okay I didn't think it was that bad i mean i i don't i'm I'm not gonna say that I pay that much attention to such things but um mm. i I kinda like know that um there you go I've just done something really clever there we go um Hold on, let me do that and see if it works. Did that come out? Yeah, it did. There you go. I've got your picture there now. It's clever, isn't it? Uh, No comments? No? Okay.
13: Oh, what did you say, sorry? Oh, you're not watching. Okay, no,
0: no. i have just put your picture there so people see that I'm not just talking to myself. I'm actually talking to somebody. We need to get, like, some promo pictures of you. now. I don't have any promo pictures of you, mister you know so you know we have to do a whole photo shoot with you know you and your bits but anyway so here's the thing i went out to um you know i i suppose two things is great to know that you know things are opening up we we're, we're yeah. really happy about that um mm-hmm. you know it means we can also go to church as well which is is really great and uh, we're going to be at Rexity church on on sunday as well so obviously for, following the whole protocol thing um as well but um, I, I I don't know, were people really that short of clothes, that they needed to go out and buy clothes? Because where were you going during the lockdown, technically speaking, that you've now yeah. suddenly run out of clothes, that you mm-hmm. need to be queuing? Unless it's tourists that are coming to buy and they're... Um, I, uh, well, I, I, I don't know, it could be tourists that have come to buy stuff and they've gone away, you know... The, the, then again the whole tourist industry is, is not really vibrant anyway within within the london area but i'm i'm just wondering what 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 was it that you, I you, know. you you've been waiting for because i mean mm-hmm. that, i mean that wasn't in my mind to run out to any clothes shops
13: yeah
0: um number one although i did hear there was a lot of queues um in and around the Brixton area in in front of the mobile phone shops and around the mobile phone shops as if to say people had not been able to either buy phones or upgrade phones i don't know what that was about yeah. but um yeah i i i didn't really see that story but I, I mean i think what happened was somebody mentioned it to me to say that um you know oxford street was just a mess you know yeah. um but you know i i don't you know I, I don't really shop that much you know i mean you sometimes go down there and do a few bits and pieces down there, but I don't really shop in Oxford Street anyway. Um, But uh, yeah, it it just makes you wonder, you know, and and then I don't know if you're going out, then you're going to spend hours in a queue. Yeah. I mean, people used to laugh when people used to queue up outside the Apple shop to buy the latest Mm -hmm. iPhone. People go, ah, I'd I'd never do that. And do you see what I mean? All of a sudden you're happy to queue outside a Mm -hmm. shop. And I don't know what it is that you're buying that is so desperate that you need to, but anyway, I guess uh, they know, they know, they know, they know, they they don't know, know. If anybody else has but got a, any comments on that, do let us know. Sorry, go on, son.
13: I I was just thinking about like the only thing you might buy from Primark like mm. we're not going out. Mm. Um and even if you are, you're not it's not like you're going out to like a large gathering mm-hmm. where you need to wear nice clothes or a you know, a pandemic. And I understand you might want to go and buy a few bits or pieces, uh, you can online shop. Yeah. I think Primark doesn't do online shopping, but a lot of other oh, shops... don't. Do, okay. I don't think they do. So a lot of other shops do online shopping, which
0: yeah.
13: is, I guess, a bit weird. And also the fact that um, Primark will be open tomorrow and the day after and the week after. And a month after, and for many more years.
0: For the foreseeable future, right? Yeah.
13: yeah. Yeah. So that immediate, oh, I just need to go to Primark for the sake of going to Primark, doesn't really make a lot of sense. It's like, I can understand if, I don't know, you're, I don't even know. It's not, I was going to try and compare it to going waiting outside for, a, for a, um, an iPhone. Yeah. Because there's that period where you can't... There's that, like, those couple, like, months where they only have a select amount um phones have been made. Yeah. So there's always that shortage just for a couple months. Yeah. So then they get um, uh, made again. But yeah. with this, it's like... I don't think they're going to run out of, you know, socks and <laughs> T-shirts and... I don't know, the occasional
0: um dress or shirt like no i i, I you know i i completely I, i'm completely with you on this i mean to be honest even before the pandemic places like primark they always had droves of people going in yeah. uh, and please you know we're not in any part sponsored by primark yet um and we know we are not uh, speaking against them as a brand it's just a situation that's turned up right where people are are, are using um you, you know we're just using it as an example to show what's the state of people's minds after everything yeah. that's happened um queuing to get into a clothes shop i just don't really but 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 you know, there may well be legitimate reasons. I mean, if you're one of those people that are out there, um, that went to queue, um, in, in you know, in I mean, general retail, we kind of like get it. So if it's food shopping, which I mean, all the food shops were open but mm-hmm. you know if you're out there and you're one of the people that were you know went to a clothes shop you've been to oxford street mm-hmm. you queued to get some. we'd like to hear from you please uh feel free to either join us on the chat or uh you can message me direct plus four four seven nine six oh two one nine three double six and uh i will try and get your messages and we will try to address it but again it's, i'll tell you something else i heard as well um that the yeah. government was planning to um I don't know if it was the government, so but I saw it somewhere on on the news that there was a plan to make retail shops stay open until 10 o'clock. So um, I don't know if you heard that.
13: I haven't heard that, but um, I guess I wouldn't be opposed to it, but then it also doesn't really make sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
13: Um, because they wouldn't be, like, usually they're open until, what, like,
0: Seven. Yeah, like seven, eight. I mean, sometimes in the shopping centres they they do, you know, they like do the, close. They, yeah, the Brent Crosses and and some of the other ones they do stay open a bit later. But I, I think there's, I don't know if there's a general rule about how late the, the normal high street can can stay open till, um, because you normally find that most shops tend to close about six or seven o'clock or something like that. I, I don't know, it's, it's, it, it varies well,
13: depending on like the uh,
0: like the season it yeah. you know they close it earlier like in the winter and yeah the they'll stay open for longer But Yeah so so, so the knock on effect of that is that the remember if the shops have to stay open till ten o'clock, the shops need mm. to be staffed. Yeah. until Till ten o'clock as well. So you know, let's just say you're like a regular, you know, like one of those regular closed shops that normally would close at like seven, eight o'clock, I don't know, in in the evening. Now, you know, if they're saying that, you know, you need to be open until 10, that means, you know, the staff need, you know, it now becomes, you know, the staff now need to begin to work these unsociable hours. Which would normally be maybe only reserved for the weekend, but like Monday to Friday, with exception maybe late night shopping on Thursday. If 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 you don't know what late night shopping is, um, Thursdays in the UK is traditionally what they call late night shopping. But I guess the way things are going, they want to try and make everything late night shopping and then make it until ten a.m. But you know, if I was a worker and I was told, well, the only reason why you can, well, you know, if you come to work now, you're also going to be required to work in the evening. Um, mm. Then you know I might be a little bit put out, you know.
13: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean that's just me. Um, Auntie Hazel says um, probably they put a lot of weight. Due, <laughs> I've got to put this up on the screen. I didn't see this earlier. Um, you know we, we talk about why people are curious. She goes, oh, probably they put on a lot of weight while while they're in lockdown, so they need to have larger clothes." <laughs> if you are one of those people that have put on a lot of weight during lockdown and you want to speak with us please do just say yeah i did and that's why i've got to buy a whole new wardrobe because you know i've been struggling with the little things that i've had and primark is 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 cheap and cheerful right um so i've decided to get you know i've decided to get stuff on but uh yeah yeah but people have done that actually people have put on weight during the uh during the lockdown so um yeah, it wouldn't be. I mean, I think I, well no, I think I know I have. I, you know, I mean, I, I, so, so some of the clothes I used to be able to slide into are a little bit too tight for my liking now. So, anyway, that's another story for another show. We talk about dieting, and uh, <laughs> we talk about dieting. Well, not dieting. We talk about healthy eating and healthy living a little bit later on. But yeah, but mm-hmm. no, interesting point. Interesting point. As I said, nobody's really come back to us on that. So, um, that's all right, And as
13: well. then I. Go on. Just wanna read this bit because there's like this is from the BBC like they've taken the um they've gotten three different um well, I guess workers that um they're like uh, businesses have just opened up uh-huh. uh speaking on um their experience.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, yeah go for um,
13: it. and then so it says they um For 25-year-old Jan, the easing of the lockdown in England is like Christmas. The Manchester-based barber says one of her customers drove 90 minutes for a haircut, me a ton of brownies, and gave me a massive tip. She won't be dreading the weekend like Hannah and, and Becky, the two retail workers. But things haven't been easy. It does really affect you mentally because you can go from seeing over 200 people a week to see nobody. She says it's been quite tough. At one point, she even considered quitting as a barber and looking for another job. Because there wasn't much support, I felt like it was a waste of time and didn't even know we'd even have a shop to go back to because lockdown was that bad. Opening uh, the doors again has changed all that Jan's now feeling much more positive, especially
0: with a bumper weekend of, so th- this is somebody that was in like the beauty ha- hair care stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so their their thing, Auntie Louise has jumped on. She's saying good morning to you as well. Um, so, yeah. So, I-, I guess that that industry in particular um, uh, has really struggled. I guess they've decided. I guess the government decided nobody really needs to, you know fix their hair or cut their hair or or, or, or look great during the lockdown mm. period, which I, I completely get. You may say it's a non-essential service and stuff like that. Um, but what happened in the last lockdown, I remember we were talking to um, uh, since 96, right? He does our hair. So remember he said like the first couple of days, everybody came in, you know, they yeah. wanted the haircut. And then after that, he didn't see anybody again. It was just really quiet. So it's almost really? like people get used to the idea because I've even thought about it uh, as well. It's funny you mentioned that because probably I'm more used to the idea of not cutting my hair as regular as before. So I'm kind of all right with it, maybe not looking as, you know, as as sharp, you know, maybe not getting it cut every two weeks. You know, I've, I've gone, you know, up to a month, maybe a month plus with, with it not being trimmed. So maybe that's part of the, you know, that's part of the thing as well um and yeah I, I know for a fact that there were some you know there were some uh especially black hair care i think everybody actually they all found a way to be able to do their hair not everybody kind of like stayed indoors and didn't get their hair done i think people were still getting their hair done and you know there were still wigs being sold and i mean not wigs for me but you know wigs were still being sold and, and people were still doing it and, and the truth is some people can do their own hair as well but Again, you know, you raise an interesting point that you go from seeing all of these people to seeing absolutely nobody. Um, And I don't know what support the government has for, you know, self-employed, you know, beauticians and things like that as well, that you would feel. I I know there's quite a few of the beauty shops in Brixton didn't open up after, um, you know, after the lockdown. So, yeah, I guess it's it's a period of readjustment, right? Yes. Mm, Okay, cool. Well, if anyone has got anything to add to uh their woes of uh their lockdown, <laughs> not being able to do their usual bits and pieces in terms of beauty, do let us know. But uh yeah, what else have you got, sir? Anything else? Um Yeah, I do, but I just wanted to wait. Um
13: like I just wanted to read out uh what you can do now um
0: after the top of April. Oh, what you can do. Okay.
13: Yeah, we can
0: do. Ah, okay. Go on. Tell us.
13: Uh, So, business and activities. Um, uh, Step two, the 12th of April, well, which won't be earlier than the 12th of April, Mm. uh, we'll see the opening of non-essential retail, personal care premises, such as hairdressers and nail salons, public buildings, including libraries and community centres, Indoor le- leisure facilities, such as gyms, will also reopen, but only for use by people on their own or in household groups, as will most outdoor attractions and settings, including outdoor hospitality, uh, venues, zoos, theme parks, and driving cinemas. Mm. Self-contained accommodation, uh, such as campsites and holiday lets, where indoor facilities are not shared with other households, can also be reopened. Mm. Hospitality venues will be allowed to serve people outdoors at Step 2, 12th of April, and there will be no need for customers to order a substantial meal with alcoholic drinks and no curfew, although customers must order. Eat and and drink while seated, table service, wider social distancing, Contact rules will apply in these settings to prevent to prevent indoor mixing between different households. Events uh, while funerals can continue to be uh, up to thirty mourners. Mm-hmm. The number of people able to attend weddings and receptions and cr- commemorative events mm-hmm. such as wakes will rise to fifteen.
0: Hold on, say that again. Rise to fifteen. Yeah, did you say weddings? No. Uh,
13: so the number of people that attend weddings, yeah. receptions, and commemorative events such as wakes will rise to
0: fifteen. Oh, so a w- oh well, a wake's not a funeral, is it? Because funerals are thirty. So mm. anyway, we, we we can talk about that. Actually, I, I funny enough, you mentioned the thing about. The outside um, hospitality thing, but keep going if if, if you've. Uh... Oh well,
13: that that's um, the
0: twelfth of April part, but then. Um, so hold on the... so, so let's stop on the twelfth of April part, right? Yeah. So that hospitality thing, right? I don't know if you saw that, but the on the Monday. Right. And hmm. and this is the bit that I, I kind of like. Re- so, all right. So everybody's realizing that there's supposed to be a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. 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 But the pubs, right? They said that Soho and all those outdoor places that have got, you know, outdoor seating and pubs, it was just like hmm. a party. We didn't, there was nobody social distancing. There was da 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 going well, back to normal. Uh, well yeah you know take three years back and, and then you're going back to that particular place and I just wondered why I mean has it been really well I suppose it affects people in different ways but you know I, I didn't feel the sudden need to go to a go to the pub and you know even order a you know order a beer or order an orange juice or or get something to eat outside in you know around other people I, I just didn't really see that as a need number one. And also number two, you know, I thought we were supposed to be being a little bit more cautious. So um, yeah, it was just they were showing pictures on on the uh, on the news of just people just like they were having a party. Mm yeah anyway well i guess uh each and everybody to their own so uh if you were one of those people out there having a bit of a party and thought to yourself i've been locked up for too long and the opportunity to go out to you know a pub a bar um you know get a bite to eat you know have a drink and uh socialize with people was uh on your um on your list do let me know As I, said, I I i just want to understand you know it's all right for us saying it here you know we we, we you know I'm, I'm even before the lockdown i'm not i'm not really a pub person so you know hmm. i'm not like oh i'm off to the pub you know that that's just not me um but you know th- there may well be that uh, you may well be somebody that does go quite frequently you know and, and people go to pubs for different things so again we're not saying that you're going there to drink and get drunk people go there they do go to socialize people do go there for dates to meet people all kinds of things happen within that kind of like um you know that bar stroke restaurant uh, things and a, a lot of pub bars have good restaurants as well so good food mm-hmm. so it's interesting to see if you are somebody that went out um and decided to celebrate the end of lockdown with a, a meal outside because the weather has been quite fair do let us know why don't you let us know right Mm -hmm. Yes Mm -hmm. Yeah So what other And then Yeah go on
13: I just want to read Step 3 Which is uh, Well they say It's the 17th of May But they say No earlier than 17th of May Okay So it says Social contact uh, A part of step 3 No earlier than 17th of May The government Will look at uh, To continue Easing limits On seeing friends And family Wherever possible allowing people to decide their own appropriate level of risk for their circumstances. This means most legal restrictions on meeting others outdoors outdoors will be lifted, although gatherings of over 30 people will remain illegal indoors. Um, the rule of six or two households will, will uh, apply. Uh, we will keep uh, under review whether this is safe to increase. Um, as soon as people, and so as soon as possible, and by no later than step three, 17th of May, we'll be um, up. We will be able to update the advice on social distancing between friends, family, and um, including hugging. But until this point, people should continue to keep their distance from anyone who is not in their household or support bubble business and activities most businesses in in all but the high risk uh, sectors will be able to reopen in all sectors covid secure guidance will remain in place and businesses will may not cater for groups bigger than the legal limit indoor hospitality will reopen and as in step two venues will not serve substantial uh a substantial meal with alcoholic drinks nor will there will be a, no sorry nor will there be a curfew customers will however have to order eat and drink while seated other indoor locations uh, to open up in step Street include indoor entertainment venues such as cinemas and child's play areas and um, the rest of the accommodation sector, including hotels, hostels, B and outdoor adult groups for exercise classes. Mm-hmm. The government also allows some larger performances and sporting events, indoor events in indoor venues uh, with a capacity of 1,000 people or half full, whichever um, is a lower number. Mm-hmm. And in outdoor venues with the, uh, the capacity of 4,000 people um, or half or whichever um, is the lower number. In the largest um, outdoor seated venues where crowds can be spread out up to 10,000 people uh, will be able to attend or quarter full, whichever is lower. Events. This is a lot. Um Oh, that's yes, that's it is a lot okay.
0: it is a lot you should give us a chance to to check in and just because we're gonna forget everything that you've you've you 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 say if you get to the end just sometimes it's just things i just... Because when you were talking okay, about I'll- um see i've forgotten it now oh you said something and i thought oh that's quite interesting but then it's yeah this bit about a substantial meal so are yeah. they saying that you can't like have a three course meal then is is that is that what they're saying to be honest, um, is it like you can only have like burger and chips, and then you got to get out?
13: I don't know. Mm. I think I think you probably could. You just can't have um, alcohol. Oh, but it says it says it says to serve a substantial meal. Um, venues will not be able to uh, serve a substantial meal with alcoholic drinks.
0: So. Oh, that's interesting then. I wonder why that is. I don't know, oh, anyway, I, I guess sober. <laughs> mm. But I mean, you know, some people do enjoy. Um, you know, if they're having a steak, they do like a bit of red wine. You <clears throat> know, to to go with their steak. You know, you might be celebrating; it's a birthday. Maybe you want some champagne or something like that. Or you know, some people just enjoy a beer with their meals. So. Um, yeah okay well okay. there must be some rationale um, behind that is there anything about churches in your um uh, your rundown um
13: with events says up to 30 people will be able to attend weddings receptions and wakes as well as funerals this okay. limit also applies to other types of significant life events including our mitzvahs
0: and christening so i know there isn't Uh, okay so i think we just have to just um uh i think we're under the kind of like social um was it we just have to uh, do the soul social distancing thing and stuff like that as well just to make sure that you know um you know you can get everybody in i suppose but uh yeah uh, interesting so still only 30 people for weddings still
13: Well, it's kind of it it, it yeah, for weddings, but um, it says other significant life events
0: mm. and
13: it's also thirty people as well. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So anything that kinda like I guess is a religious event, whether it be uh like they said bar mitzvahs or christenings or um mm. um yeah, those kind of things, and and I, I guess funerals kind of like work into that significant life event, even though obviously it's a it's an end of life event. But um, yeah, interesting. All right, cool. Uh, you were going to go on and read on the the other restrictions. So really, we, we we we're kind of like not even back to that bit where we're really free. So yeah,
13: yeah. That supposedly um the twenty first of June, I think. Yeah.
0: Okay, so by the 21st of June, there, there should be no restrictions, right? Is that um, what they're saying?
13: Yeah, I think so. It says by Step 4, we'll be able to place... Well, no, sorry. By Step 4, which will take place no earlier than the 21st of June, the oh. government hopes to be in a position to remove all legal limits on social contact. So no social distancing,
0: basically. Oh, okay. No social distancing. Okay. I think that's a bit that just really just kind of like gets me really that there's just no, um, you know, the idea that you can move around and get into places. Cause I think that that whole thing now limits the amount of people that go into shops. So this is why you get this, this crazy thing where people queuing outside where they're limiting the numbers that go into shops. And I, I, I understand you know why that is but for me it just makes going out anywhere at all an absolute nightmare if i'm going somewhere and i've got a queue to get Mm -hmm. in then you know you don't know how long you're going to queue in there because it's not like they can say you know you could be shopping in the shop and they can't say well you've only got 10 minutes
12: you've got to get what you
0: need to do and get out somebody you know you know typically I'm, i'm just saying typically women when they go shopping it takes them a while No, you can be in the shop for you know <laughs> you can be in the shop for hours, really, can, and just just come out with one thing, you know, but um, <laughs> hey, you know, I'm just saying you know, just don't don't, don't shoot the messenger, it's an observation, um but yeah, you yeah, know no no, i i i, I uh I, th- so that's really the date that we need to look forward to the twenty first yeah. of June, which is kind of like the the middle of summer really is or the first day of summer, I think it is technically speaking so um that's really the time anything about um travel have you got anything about travel on your uh, update
13: um, from I'm reading this from the government website yeah and nothing about travel
0: okay but, um, but there are I, there are rules all around that isn't there about where you can go and how you can do stuff
13: Yeah, I um, mean I'll have a look at that I think oh I found something, actually. Um, oh, okay. So, um, okay, so, um, it's illegal to travel abroad from uh, from the UK for holidays. Yes. Do um, um, you have to follow the current rules if you live in the different... Um, Mm-hmm. nations of the UK, so England, Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland. In England you must be permit you must have a permitted reason to travel abroad and uh, complete a declaration form. Some countries have closed borders and any country may further restrict travel or being in a new sorry or bring in new um social distancing rules with little warning and then it says check the advised each
0: country visit. Uh, I'll tell yeah. you something that will make you th- that will make you wonder. So I know somebody that came into the UK from America, and he had to yes. quarantine, right? I can't say who he is, obviously, because it's you know, but um, so he had to quarantine, right? Yeah. And guess what happened? So he, he he wasn't one of those ones that had to quarantine in the hotel. That's a whole other thing where they now rip you off by making you stay in in these you know premier inns, and it's, it's going to cost you a grand plus. You know, what I mean, fourteen hundred pounds for you to stay there and be quarantined. They that he, he he came from America, so I can tell you that much. And um, he said every day somebody would call him to check if he was at home and um, he had any symptoms. Mm. So when he said that to me, I went, "What?" He went, "Yeah, yeah, somebody would call me from I don't know where it was." I said, "Yeah, you know, you're quarantining and blah blah blah." Okay.
13: Track and trace or something. I,
0: I, but I said to him, and of course, now my other mind comes on. I said, "So how do they know that you're at home?" But I thought, well, then again, they've kind of like got technologies where I guess they can work out, triangulate your signal, I guess, to know whether or not you're in the area of where you. Um, where you say you are, but I thought I'm just thinking that that's just very, very kind of like big brotherish, phoning to see if you're if you're at home. And you know, I said, so what happened if you don't pick up the call? He goes, well, you know, I, I don't know. I think they kind of like warned and said you have to respond to the call. But the the idea is is that you you remain home and you're quarantined for that period of time, and they will be calling to find out whether or not you're at home. So I guess once you pick up the phone call. That's an indication of, of, of where you are. So I said, well, they don't know your voice and stuff like that. He goes, yeah, but, you know, it, it may well be the same person that's calling. So mm-hmm. um, you, you can't, like, give it to your, you know, the friends whose house you're staying in. So, oh, if the phone goes while I'm out, just, you know, just spit. Actually, the other thing I just realized is, so it, 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 so he has an American phone. Which yeah. he wouldn't have put on for international roaming because that's going to cost him a lot of money. So I, I, were they calling him on WhatsApp? I didn't really ask actually whether not they were calling him on via WhatsApp. Which I wouldn't want anyone to any government company calling me via WhatsApp. That's my private messaging. But I, I was just wondering how they actually um, how they got him because you know when, like when you travel you switch your phone off right. Yes. So that you don't pay international call call charges and you know international call data and stuff like that. So I'm going to have to ask him actually how they did that. But that was really um, that was really I was a bit concerned when he said that to me. I thought like, wow, that's just a little bit. uh, That's a little bit. I think that's a little bit too much. Because. Go on. No, go on. Uh, They probably call
13: them on like the landline. Because no, I think he, he said it was his
0: mobile. Okay. No,
13: it, I just thought that would be the best way because if they don't pick up the landline, then you know they're not home.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you could be. I mean, how many people have a have a? Well, then again, I always say how many people have a landline phone number, but not everybody does. Um, Most people have a mobile phone, but it, it was just a little bit like concerning that you're getting this call to make sure that you're home, and then at the end of the day. It just seemed a pretty wasted call because, all right. So you call me to confirm I'm home. I've had that call, and then I go out. Mm. Yeah. So your 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 purpose isn't really, you know. But anyway, that that's just me thinking like, uh, you know, thinking like that. I I was laughing with the guy actually. He's a pastor. I said, (laughs) it's amazing how the human mind can begin to think of loopholes, right? Thank God for Jesus and the (laughs) salvation. Because I'm already thinking, how would you get around that, eh? You know, and, uh, you know, I'm sure there's ways of technology of being able to get around that. Or, you know, you could have one of those things. Have you done this thing where, you know, you call someone's phone and then it goes to voicemail and then the person says, hello? Hmm. Hi. Okay, how are you? And you think the person's really there, but they're not. They've just left some clever... You know phrases put together. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I, I digress. But um, all right, cool. You got anything else?
13: Uh, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's um, it's uh, about um, actually a another um, death in uh, Minnesota this week. I think.
0: Oh, now you're going on a deal. Oh, okay, all right, go on then.
13: Okay, so on, I don't, I think it was on Monday the 12th of April, mm. if
7: I'm
13: correct. Um, I think his name is, um, I think it's the, I don't want to butcher his name. I think it's the one, yeah, the one say White. Yep. Um, was um shot by a police officer yeah at, at a traffic stop yeah um outside of Minnesota on Sunday sorry Sunday and mm. um, she claimed that she accidentally fired her gun instead of her taser during the arrest um yeah <laughs> there's already problems with that. And um, it says that this was an accidental discharge that resulted in the tragic death of um, uh, uh, Dante Wright. Uh, Brooklyn Central Police Chief Tim uh, Gannon said that um, during Monday's press conference where body camera footage of the shooting was released, he noted that the very, the very senior officer involved in um, shouted, taser, taser, during the arrest, apparently unaware that she had pulled out her handgun when she fired a single shot that killed the 20-year-old man. Wright's um, uh, right death set off a string of violent protests amid tension over um, the Derek uh, Chauvin uh, murder trial. Mm. Um, hours after the shooting, hundreds of residents surrounding the police headquarters and clashed with the police who responded with tear gas and flashbangs reminiscent of last summer's protest after the death
0: of George Floyd. Mm. Yeah. Usually you, you, you jump in. Oh, well, okay, I can jump in. Thank you. I wanted yeah. to make sure that you finished your thought and finished what you said. Yeah, I mean that is really tragic and our 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 thoughts go out to the family of um is it Devonte or De Devonte?
13: I think it's the De, Devonte, right?
0: Devonte right. Our, our thoughts and prayers go out to the family. You know, nobody should be burying their child. I I just say that under any circumstances whether it be down to principal brutality or whether it be down to ill health, you know, um, you no, know, it, it's just not the thing, but you know, it, it, it's happened, but you know, I guess it begs the question because there's a lot of things that are happening and, um, you know, obviously just joy, George Floyd's, um, case is going on at the moment. Um, and, um, it, it's interesting you say that. Cause I think that his um the the officer charged of george george floyd's killing his lawyer the defense lawyer tried to use this as an excuse to try and say well that's going to you know tarnish the the uh the view of the um it's going to tarnish the view of the of the jury because they, they would have heard that this has happened. So, you know, yeah. in their mind, they're going to go, well, police are killers, police are killers, police are killers. But, um, you know, thankfully that was, you know, the judge threw that out, you know, for whatever reason. But you know what, it, it's... I I, I I tell you what, I really thought about this, right? I really, mm-hmm. really, really thought about this. And I know a lot of people, uh, are, they're saying a lot of things on social media, you know, here's a taser, here's a gun how can you make the mistake? 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 Right. And I get it, but this is just me, right? My thought on that, you know, there, there, there's something called spiritual wickedness in high places. And we always Mm -hmm. think that things that happen are always down to, you know, just people doing things and, and, and we know as believers that there is a spiritual element and, and and you know the you know there there is spiritual wickedness the you know Satan and all of his you know demons are all up to stuff. You know it is humanly possible that at that point in time that whatever it is could have confused her. Um, i'm not taking it as an excuse i know people you know if you want to shoot me down shoot me down but I, i don't know what what dropped in my mind is you know satan can be very very subtle and very very clever in terms of how he even beguiles us as believers i don't know what the woman believes i don't know who she is but you know what? i thought we shouldn't just look at these things sometimes at face value that we have to understand that if you know, even if she was promoted to do that or prompted to do that, and thought to herself, "I'm just going to shoot the guy," you know, what was the you know that there there was an evil intention that was behind that that really wasn't of hers. So that you know there are other forces at work, and it, it could just have been at, at that point in time. And you see it sometimes in these Hollywood movies, and that, and that's why I think a lot of the time we you know you watch these movies where you know you the, you the enemy can blind us to things, and we think that what we're doing is okay and it's right and then when you come to your right mind almost you then realize that you know i i can't think of any movies at the moment that that spring to mind but there are movies like that where you see people that think you know they're there and they're doing something and then all of a sudden it's almost as if they come to their right mind and then they realize that they've done something really terrible but you know the enemy is, is 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 at work there so um you know uh just you know, uh, uh, I think as believers we, we don't have to get caught up in the media hysteria. You know, as I said, I wouldn't want anybody to, you know, anyone to bury their child. But I think we need to realize that in these things that there is spiritual wickedness. There, is, there are terrible things being done, whether they are being done, um, you know, in the background by different groups. You know, spiritually, to try and influence things and, and make things happen the, the the way that they are. That we have to believe that um, you know th- these things do happen, um, and and they do make people do some really uh, can make people do terrible things. So um, yeah, just uh, you know, just bear that in mind. But yeah, I I, I just you know because when they show you what a taser looks like, I mean, I don't know her taser. But, you know, American tasers they do look like guns. So I don't know what her taser looks like versus her, you know, her gun. But you know, the, the the jury will be out on that. She's she said what she said. The police have said what they've said. They've immediately come up with a statement about it. Um, uh, so yeah, it's it's just terrible. But it's interesting to see the police's response. And again, you know, I I can I I'm not in America, so this whole civil civil unresting, I I don't obviously understand it. But again, case in point when uh trump supporters decided to uh rush the capitol building um i don't think there was any shots fired there was no smoke grenades there was nothing until it was a little bit later on they were allowed to get in and do whatever it is that they wanted um to you know to the nation's capitol building um you have you know a few black people which you know are rightly so uh, are are upset about another execution if you want to call it that of a Uh, you know, a fellow black person in the community and uh, yeah, they get hit by stun grenades and tear gas and everything else that is going to, you know, take them, uh, take them out of the, uh, take them out of the loop. But anyway, that's just me. Um, So uh, I've said my five pence worth, so I'm all right.
13: (laughs) Um, It says um, in the body camera footage played during Monday's press conference, two officers, can be seen approaching White's car. One officer pulls the 20-year-old out of the vehicle and turns him around, attempting to handcuff him against the car. Um, Wright tries to get back inside. Uh, During the chaotic uh, uh, struggle, uh, Potter pulls out a gun and shoots Wright as he's sitting in the driver's uh, seat. The officer can be heard yelling, taser, taser, during the footage before saying, holy um, S-word, I I shot him. Uh, Brooklyn Centre Mayor Mike Elliott said Monday uh, that he fully supports the termination of Potter and a demand made repeatedly by activists at the press briefing. All of the world uh, is watching our community. We continue... To, um, to be de-stressed as we go through the Derek uh, Chauvin trial, Elliot said, "We will get to the bottom of this." The Brooklyn uh, Center Police Department said that the incident occurred shortly before 2 p.m. after officers initiated a stop for a traffic violation. Uh, Wright's mother, Casey Wright, said that during the traffic during the traffic stop. Her son called her to tell her that he'd been pulled over. Yeah. And air freshener was allegedly hanging...
0: That's it. ...in his,
13: yeah. his rearview mirror, which is an offence in Minnesota.
0: Yeah. And I was going to say uh, that, actually. So, yeah, sorry. It, wait, how is that an offence? So, uh, apparently, and it, again, you raise a really good point, because it then came up on social media, you know, if you've got air freshener in your car, how can it be an offence? Apparently, in Minnesota, it is an offense for you to have those little trees hanging off your rear view mirror, not in every state in america um but there it you know it is now here's what happened right or or here's what they say. they say people do have it, right, but mm-hmm. what the police do, they use it to target particular groups. Um, and I think there was uh, somebody that was in, in, in jail before for this, or there's been people that have been, so they, they basically use the air freshener as an avenue to stop you, um, to legalize the that you've committed an offense, and then they then go on to search and then see if you've got anything else. You know, you know, like maybe you've got drugs or you've got gun in the car or, or, or something like that. So they now use that as an opportunity to, to... And then they're saying they're using it to... Especially against, you know, racial profiling. So they use the fact that maybe you've got an air freshener in your car. They go, like, oh, black man, air freshener, pull him over. Let's see what we can... Let's see what we can dig up, or let's see what we can um, let's see what we can find on them. So that was a whole another element to you know to that story. So yes, it is um, you know, and I can't remember who it was that blogged it that said it is an offence to for you to have um, anything dangling from your rearview mirror. So um, you can get stopped. I would imagine that you know a simple warning like you know, hey mate, you're not supposed to have that there. You know, remove it. If we see it in your car next time, you know, uh, you know, and you drive across state lines and it's all right for you to have it there. But again, it's America and, and, you know, some states are like nations in terms of the things that they agree and things that they don't. But again, apparently so, son, that is is a law there in Minnesota that you can't uh, have. (laughs) <laughs> you can't have uh, air fresheners or anything dangling from that mirror. Not just air mm-hmm. fresheners. You can't have anything. So you know, some people have dice, or you might yeah. have a cross or something like that. You're not allowed to have anything dangling from your um, from your mirror. Oh. So yeah. Okay. yeah so.
13: Well, I just wanted to read this um, quote from uh, Wright's mother. Uh, she says he called me about at about one thirty. He said that he was getting pulled over by the police and I said, Why are you getting pulled over? And he said uh, they pulled me over because I had air freshener hanging uh, from his rear view mirror. I said, Okay, take them down. Uh Wright said adding that he, sorry, right said um adding that he that she could hear a scuffle break out and somebody yelling, one take, don't run. When she called back, her son was dead. She spent uh, much of Sunday afternoon at the scene of the fatal shooting, pleading with the officers uh, to remove the body from uh, the body of her son from the pavement. And um, Gannon said this. Gannon said Monday. Sorry, Gannon said Monday that Wright was initially stopped after um, officers saw his car cars cabs were expires. After officers ran his name, they found an outstanding gross uh, misdemeanor uh, warrant. As they tried to take him into custody, cops said Wright re-entered his car and the officer discharged a weapon. Mm. Uh, Wright then drove several bro- uh, blocks off, uh, striking another vehicle. Police said in uh, press release officers in pursuit um, and responding medical personnel attempted life-saving measures, but the person died at the scene. Mm. And then it says, um, as you can hear, the officer, while struggling with Mr. Um, Mr. White, shout out taser-taser several times. Uh, that's a part of the officer's uh, training prior to drawing a taser. Which is less less which is a less lethal device
7: mm-hmm.
13: um that is done to make sure her partners are are aware that a taser is being
0: deployed yeah
13: yeah is uh, drew their, their handgun instead of the taser um Gannon said uh, Monday sorry Cannon said Monday as I watched the video and listened to the officer's command. It is in my belief that the officer had the intention of deploying uh, their taser, but instead shot Mr. Wright with a single bullet. Gannon urged the community to be patient and allow the investigation into the incident to be completed.
0: Mm. So, yeah, so again, it was... Uh, so this is the problem that a lot of, um, it, you know, ha- happens quite a lot in... Uh, in um. But you know what? I tell you, what? I, I know we're running out of time. I'll, you know, I wish we got this one first, and then we would have talked about the lockdown thing later. But anyway, it's fine. But it, it happens over here as well. They look for an excuse. You know, you might have something that's maybe not okay with your car. Then that's now seen as probable cause for them now to begin to do run all kinds of searches. And don't get me wrong. Right. I'm not supporting criminality in any way, shape or form. You know, he had an outstanding warrant. We don't know what that was for. We haven't got the details on that. They said the tags on his car were out of date. That's like I think that's like insurance kind of like not being okay or your road tax not being all right. Is probably a better analogy for it, but um, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I I tried to imagine this, and and you know, bear in mind what I said before. So you 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 you've picked out the weapon. You now need to aim, and while you're aiming, you still haven't realised that what you're holding is 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 a lethal. It, you know, it it, it it's something that's going to kill somebody. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 not a taser, you know. So, but you know, just you know, bear with me on that one, as you know, you can kind of like process that thought. But you know, this whole idea, and and this is the problem that the black community say. You know, there was another video that um, came out as well. We're, we're not doing too great for time today, actually, but we're kind of like running up to the wire and I'll uh, run the salvation a little bit later. Um, there was another guy, there was another video that came out and you know what, the world is full of videos now of uh, a veteran, and an army veteran in his, fati- well, he's not even, a, he was a serving army um, uh, officer or, or private in his um, fatigues you know, and he was getting pepper sprayed in his car. He was asking, you know, what have I done? His hands were up all the time. And they were shouting to him, come out of the car. And he goes, no, I want to know what's happened, what's happened, what's happened. And they were, you know, they pepper sprayed him in the face, threw him on the ground, you know. Um, And the the argument will always be, you know, you never see these kind of traffic stops on white people. Um And, you know, if you're white, I I, I don't say anything against you personally. I, you know, I'm, I'm a taxpayer. I obey the law. So I hope that's not the case. But I have more of a probability of being stopped by the police than any white person ever would in the area that I live. And that is just a fact. And these are the problems that, that that occur in some of these so-called traffic stops that then turn violent because we know what our rights are. You know, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. But then the police then hope that they can either bully you or take advantage of you or they don't like the idea that you're, you know, you're you're questioning their authority. And and this is the issue that, they, you know, that they've got. Nobody's not saying that criminals should not pay the price for what they do. But when you now begin to kind of like, you know use it as an avenue to um continually intimidate oppress uh one particular group then that's where the challenge comes in and and i think that's where people get 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 offended by that because to be honest i don't wish it on anybody but it could be anybody you know it it, it could be absolutely anybody i could tell you that i could sit down in my office um you know when i worked at prayer and i could ask any one of the people there how many times have you been stopped by the police And I pretty much guarantee you most of them would turn around and tell you and say, I've never been stopped by the police. I can't even count the amount of times in my life that I've been stopped by the police. I couldn't even tell you how many times I've been stopped by the police. And they would sit there and say, well, it's not something. So, you know, uh, for for our white brothers and sisters, they may not even understand sometimes these these things that happen to us. But anyway, um, good point. Um, I wish we had a bit more time to really you know tease it open maybe it's something that you need to do a bit more research on and then come back again next week and then uh, we can uh, open it up a bit more what do you think
13: yes
0: yeah okay yeah all right cuz of time do your uh, your final finale okay there were a couple of things I need, uh say um hi to auntie Hazel and auntie Louisa were on hello Hello? Yeah, I said say hi to Auntie Louisa and Auntie Hazel were on.
13: Sorry, you cut out. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Hello, um, Auntie Louisa, and hello, Auntie
0: Hazel. They both made some really good points there as well. The last one by Auntie Hazel says maybe the officer got caught up with the excitement of the moment, not realizing it supposedly was Tazel. Well, as I said, there's a lot that can go behind that. But uh, okay, you do your farewell. If you can remember okay. all the people you need to say goodbye to. I'm going to quickly do yeah. the Salvation call. then I've got to bring this show to an end. Okay, go for it.
13: Okay. Uh, I'll give a shout-out to my mum, Olive. I'll give a shout-out to my sister, Christine. I'll give a shout-out to my Auntie Jenny, um, Auntie Chu and Auntie P. I'll give a shout-out to my cousins, Malaika, uh, Michaela, Matilda, and Ella. I'll give a shout-out to my other cousins, Elijah and Elise. I'll give a shout out to um, my aunt on my dad's side, Auntie Olivia, um, Auntie Sonia, and Auntie Elizabeth. I'll give a shout out to um, my cousins Nathan, Say, and Joshua, uh, Kiara, and Sean. I'll give a shout out to my uh, grandparents in Nigeria and uh, my grandparents in the UK. I'll give a shout out to um, my niece uh, Lanaya, my nephew Anaisha. Uh, my sister Chevelle, and um, I
0: guess my dad DJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get a mention this week, do I? Oh, that's nice. I'm on the I'm now on the list as well. The you know the good boy the the, uh, the, uh, the the I'm I'm off the naughty list. I'm on the good boy list. So thank you so much, indeed. Thank you so much, indeed, son. Listen, let me leave you to run, and I'm going to do the salvation call, and I will catch up with you a little bit later on. Okay. Okay. All right.
13: Please say hi see to Rachel. your mum
0: for me as well. All right. I will. All right, son. Love you. Bye. 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 Ah, Thank you so much indeed. Yeah, I I made the list this time. Normally I don't make the list. But thank you so much indeed, Alistair V with The Young Person's Point of View. Um, If you are out there and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I am going to invite you to uh, do that Um, it's early on a saturday morning over here in the uk and you may not have had the opportunity to accept jesus yet so uh, i'm going to be the first person i guess to do that for you so uh, you might have gone out to work you might have gone for a coffee you might be even contemplating how your day needs to unravel and unpack Uh, and i want to be the person that gives you the chance to say yes or no to jesus and it's not by force i don't have to cajole you i don't have to bully you in it i'm not going to try and trick you reverse psychology it's a simple binary thing yes or no do you or don't you but I believe that, you know, the, the Bible speaks about eternity being placed in your heart. And I think that eternity is what connects with, uh, with God in heaven. And if you are out there and you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'm going to say this prayer. Um, if you repeat the prayer after me, then I'm going to redirect you to some great resources at my home church where you can continue your journey as a new born again believer. Amen. So just repeat after me. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for me i believe that you are the son of god and that you died and rose again to remove all of my sins past present and future i was a sinner but now i want to be born again lord send your holy spirit into my heart to help me to stop sinning i have believed in my heart i've made a confession out of my mouth and upon that confession i am now saved in jesus name say amen wherever you are and as I said, please go over to www.rackcitychurch.org forward slash newbeliever, which is you. And a member of the discipleship care team is going to reach out to you um, and invite you to the Thursday evening um, discipleship care classes. I'd love to know if you've made that decision as well. Please feel free to hit me. Uh, hit me up uh, your boy DJ Val plus four four seven nine six oh two one nine three double six. Alternatively, you can email me directly at soulfoodoffice at gmail it all works i'd love to know i'd love to be able to encourage you very very quickly i've got to do a couple of announcements because uh time is uh time is a ticking so i do have let's do this one first i am gonna do i am gonna have uh miss Yetunde omo or more more oh god i forgot that's a or more anyway this lady if you can see her on the screen she's. <laughs> on the show she's gonna shoot me you know uh she's going on the show on uh monday the 19th uh she's on the late lunch show really looking forward to having her come and teach me how to say her name properly um on the wednesday we are going to be having none other right than the head of the fogmon uh, association in nigeria prince asu ikea he is coming on uh to talk about his brand new track uh ebi Camel as well as um a little bit about the fogmon um and his own career as well. Um so I'm really looking forward to that and that one's been on the uh burner for a little little while and last but not least uh put this date in your diary, right? I am going to be having our very own mayoral candidate. I say our own because <laughs> he's he's I have us, right? Uh Pastor Dimizobunge, uh he is going to be coming uh on the show uh to uh, talk about his his campaign and it's a great opportunity please tell your family and your friends right and anybody that's got questions for um uh pastor nims um you know it it, it, it's it you know, there's one thing when somebody goes, you know, is trying to get into government and there's a whole load of things. But let's find out what it is he plans to do. Let's know what his agenda is. You may well have questions that are very pertinent to you, very particular to your area, whether you're in London or, you know, it just it just wider politics. You know, I think this would be such a landmark for him to actually uh, make headway and, and become the mayor of London. So he's up for the mayor of London um, in uh, this, I think, this May's mayoral's mayoral, I find that word really hard to say, mayoral... uh, elections taking place, um, and it would be great to you know have somebody. And now, you know anyone that knows Pastor Nims knows that he's somebody that is very very connected, not just to the black community, but to communities across London, across the wider London area as well. Um, so we're going to have him on the show. Um, you know, I thank the guys at um, Black Douglas uh, Media for arranging the interview. Uh, he's going to be on the show, so please come on if you have got questions. You know, um, Pastor Nims will be more than happy to obviously answer your questions. But yeah, he's going up for mayoral, mayoral. He's gonna. He, he he wants to be the mayor of London, which is a great thing to be. So uh, I've got some questions. I'm sure you've got some questions. They could be about the environment. They could be about you know you know even about the pandemic. About you know high streets. You know communities. Um, you know libraries. You know what about policing and crime? That's quite a big thing that's going on here. Knife crime is 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 still a, a rampant thing. What's his solutions? What are his plans? So so many things are are available to us to be able to. To ask him so, uh, please, 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 please. The 26th, right? Which is a is it a Monday or a Wednesday, I think it's a Monday, yeah, it's, it's a Monday. The 26th of uh, April, Pastor Nims is going to be with us, and I'm really looking forward to having him. So, I think without further ado, it's good to have Mr. Alice to be back, right? Very good, man. I, I just uh I thought, ah, he's back. Praise God. <laughs> but thank you so much indeed to all my contributors and collaborators. I saw Little Miss Precious come on. Thank you so much indeed, Miss Louisa. She says, awesome lineup. Thank you so much indeed, Class Captain. Thank you so much to everybody that was, uh, I think Lady L was on. All my Federal Government College, laureate old boys and old girls, thank you so much indeed. You guys support me. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, uh, have an absolutely fantastic weekend. Oh, thank you. I'm going to leave you with. Ah, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this one, right? I, I want to sign out with this one. It is the track by uh, uh, Asu Ikea and his Ebi Camo. I'm going to use this one to sign out. So I'll say this if you do need to stay at home, stay at home. If you do need to go out, be safe. But most importantly, don't lose your faith in Christ Jesus. Take care. God bless.
8: Shed the Prince's is here is the Crown Prince of the Niger Delta,
6: Atsue
2: The animal trees on the mountains sing and shout for your
5: glory. There's a reason why I sing a song to you. I play, I swear kill to mummer like a
6: move. The world is come The world is going crazy, giving glory to my technology. Technology
2: going crazy. Yeah, okay, giving yeah. glory to God no. musicians. Politicians going crazy, giving glory to power. (laughs) Make way. Make way. I put another I put another way of you've come on. If you've been in you've come on. If you come on. come on. come on. a come on. a come on.